Welcome to the Town to Learning Show podcast series, episode 29, with independent learning tech analyst John Lay. Today, I interviewed Martin Few Wisson, co-founder of DataCamp, about the democratization of data science and how to grow an online content business. You can find more of our content at talentedlearning.com. Well, we have a fantastically relevant guest for you today, and I'm jazzed about this interview. On this show, I'm fortunate to interview the world's leading experts in extended enterprise learning solutions from both the vendor and the practitioner perspectives. Today, our guest, Martin Theowison, is certainly an accomplished expert from the practitioner viewpoint. Martin co-founded DataCamp, an online content business teaching and certifying learners on data science, real-life applications, and in six short years, went from zero to millions of subscribers. Wow. Get ready to take notes and learn how you can scale your own content business. Well, welcome, Martin. Thanks for joining me today on the Talented Learning Show. Thanks for having me, John. Excellent. Well, we're excited to have you here for a variety of reasons. You know, one, certainly because of your interesting views and research and progress on the concept of, of data science. We want to learn all about that. But two, because that Talented Learning you know, we focus on extended enterprise learning technology, and many, many of our listeners have their own online content businesses or do that for their their, their corporate living. And, and so uh, lots of people are interested on how you grow and market and, and expand uh, your organization uh, to have such an impact in the world. And so uh, everybody's looking forward to uh, your ex expertise and experience, strategy, and, and advice here on this session. So uh, no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get started uh, at the beginning. You know, as, as the co-founder of DataCamp, uh, which is a company devoted to data science education, uh, you have a unique perspective on the state of demand for technical skills and how online skills training is uh, helping organizations uh, address the need for technical talent. But before we dive in, I'm sure our audience is curious to know uh, just a little bit about you. So first, could you tell us a bit about your professional background? Maybe we'll start there. Sure. So um, I actually, so I'm from Belgium. Uh, so DataCamp was originally founded in uh, Belgium uh, by three people. Uh, that was uh, in the uh, uh, early 2014, uh, so around six years ago. Six years ago, uh, and I actually only have one year of uh, experience in the real in the real world in the real job market. Uh, so I used to work at Coca-Cola, so the beverage company, uh, in sales and marketing, and uh, I have a degree in uh, finance and accounting. So. Um, that's a little bit my my background, uh, but so after after one year uh, of working at Coca Cola, I decided to do something different. Uh, large corporations uh, weren't weren't my my thing, uh, and so uh, we started DataCamp. So what inspired? That's great. It took you one year. It took me twenty years <laughs> until I got around to that point. So I I, I wish I would have heard this podcast a few decades ago. Uh, what inspired you <laughs> to uh, co-found DataCamp? Uh, how did it why that yeah okay. sure so so it was actually by accident that that uh it was data science uh, it was a very lucky accident to be honest um so i myself uh i come in from an interest from from uh being uh, uh entrepreneurial uh so uh the the other word for it is like i'm unmanageable um and uh i have a passion for education so ever since like i was like 11 12 years old i've been on multiple uh like student boards student unions uh, so uh did a non-profit in education um so 
always been very involved in these things. So, uh, and then um, uh, my other co-founder, he was actually teaching statistics uh, at university. And um, around that time, I, I believe it was 2014, 2015, uh, was the year of the MOOC, so the massive open online courses. And uh, EDX and Coursera were getting quite a lot of traction. Um, and what we saw was that uh, under, under, like they were getting a lot of attention, but there was actually, in our opinion, something far more interesting happening. Um, you had companies like, like a Code Academy, like a Duolingo, who were focused on one particular aspect and used technology uh, to provide a better learning experience. Uh, so Duolingo does that for languages. And so we were observing that and we were like, wait, we can create something like that for, for statistics. We can create something like that for data science where, um, uh, people uh, type in code and they get an output and we give them feedback based on the mistakes they make. So if you make a different mistake than your colleague, like we could use technology to give you a different type of feedback. And that way we created a way more engaging learning experience at way higher completion rates. And so that that combination of, of, of technology, uh, the fact that we want to do entrepreneurial, our, our passion for education, uh, that was actually the, the foundation of, of DataCamp and, and getting started with it. Wow, that's interesting. And so uh, what is data science and you know, how big is that need uh, in the marketplace? Yeah, so data science is basically uh, everything where you have data and you try to analyze it. Uh, there are like many different definitions for it. Uh, but in, in my opinion, the moment that you start playing a little bit around with, with data, uh, you're doing some form of uh, data analysis or data science. Uh, and so as many of our listeners probably know, like today we're swimming in data. Like there's data tracked everywhere. It's, uh, it's, it's stored now. And so with data science, uh, you can start using that data to basically make business decisions. Um, and so what you see is that the demand for people who can analyze uh, that data is growing very rapidly because it's touching every industry. Um, like you have HR teams that use machine learning to uh, screen for profiles um, digital advertising like Facebook, Google, uh, if you're in digital advertising, they they give you a bunch of data that you can analyze yourself to optimize your campaigns. Um, what we see is an enormous uptick with consultancy companies. Um, they uh, play a key role in helping companies uh, to uh, facilitate their data transformation. Uh, we even have like legal departments that use tax analysis uh, to, to, to work in a more efficient and effective way. So there's really like a, a huge a huge amount of data available and there's a huge need for people to analyze that and then to do innovative things with that interesting interesting is there a, a gap of skills for for analyzing this data science is that why uh, there's so many consultancies springing up yeah so there's 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 definitely a gap uh, and uh, there's actually quite some research on that. Uh, uh, there's a famous study by McKinsey that says that uh, it's already like three or four years old. And at that time, there were already 1.5 million people uh, or a shortage of 1.5 million people with a data savvy knowledge. Um, and what you see is that while data used to live in the IT department, like now every department has access to it. So there is this data fluency gap um, that 
the individuals in those departments do not necessarily have enough knowledge to work with the data that they all of a sudden have access to. And uh, so what we like to say is that uh, it's, it's these data science skills are no longer only for data scientists, like just like writing skill isn't just for an author or for a writer. And then you see that across departments now. And so uh, uh, if that's the case, you uh, uh, you started a business to help close that uh, data skill gap, and could you tell us about Data Camp and what sure. how that's trying to address this problem? Sure. So what what Data Camp actually does is so it's a, it's a problem. Uh, sorry, it's a it's a solution towards uh, uh, learning data science in an online interactive environment. So we wanted to create a very engaging environment for people to get these. Uh, what we think will eventually be basic skills uh, of data analytics and data science. And so, um, as I said, we were founded in 2014, and today we have uh, over 4 million uh, learners on the platform. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it grew quite a lot. Uh, lots of people want to learn this. Um, and uh, so we have an offering both to individuals as well as to businesses. Uh, we started off with individuals, uh, and lately we've seen a lot of traction uh, with uh, enterprise businesses as well. We have over 1,500 uh, B2B customers, and they mainly use uh, DataCamp to upskill or to reskill their workforce, um, while individuals use it to upskill as well as to do a career shift. So there's a little bit of a different behavior there. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's that's amazing. Um, uh, a lot of, as I mentioned before, a lot of our our uh, listeners have their own or work for content businesses, and uh, I'm uh, I'm sure with uh, a fair amount of of uh, admiration and uh, and even a fair amount of jealousy are wondering how you got to uh, four million users. Uh, how how did you market the solution to? Uh, to be able to go to from zero to four million uh, like that in in just six short years, uh, it's pretty yeah. incredible. Yeah, so uh, it 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 is it, it's been a wild wild journey. I can tell you that. Um, so, um, the 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 what you need to know about uh, uh, DataGam is that um, it's a combination of uh, one the product in itself. It was always in focused on data science so um, you get that traction within that community which gives you your first set of users um, then um, we started with one language uh, which was r um, it's not very relevant in this conversation but it's basically an open source programming language uh, that you can use to do data analysis mm -hmm. and uh, so we got traction in that community and then we added more and more of these languages. Uh, another one that we added is Python. The third one is SQL. SQL is pretty well known. Uh, up until today, where we even have data science courses without any uh, coding requirements needed, um, or uh, where we even teach like spreadsheets or something. So we, we were lucky in the sense that we started a company at the time when data science was getting its first uh, traction. It, it, it really became, um, it really saw massive growth uh, in the last four or five years. Um, we started a company at the moment that online education was going through a transformation as well. So like our timing was very good as well. And then um, we combined that with uh, focusing on very specific markets. And then in those markets, we always try to work with uh, 
to, to uh, the experts and the thought leaders. So if you take a course on data camp, it's actually uh, created by a combination of an internal team as well as an external expert. And uh, through that, we have over 270 instructors uh, on the platform, and uh, they are well known in 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 their in their uh, realm of influence in their uh, in their group, and that obviously attracts people as well. So if you start adding all those things up, um, then uh, you come to four million. Wow, outstanding, outstanding. So tell me about the. Uh, that's great to be able to get the 270 instructors and the, the experts in the industry uh, contributing. Can you tell me about the, the content itself? Uh, how is it organized? What's the media? Uh, you say that you're creating it yourself from a, a technical standpoint, um, but what does it look like? Is it uh, you know text and graphics? Do you have video? Are you doing animations? Is it interactive? Uh, tell me mm -hmm. all about it. Yeah, sure. So um, if you take... Uh... So at the highest level, we believe in learn, practice, uh, apply. So learn are our courses. Uh, practice is uh, basically repetition exercises that you get either to your mobile phone or on your desktop. And the apply aspect are um, real-life projects uh, that you do, but also in the cloud. So everything takes place in the cloud. So if you start a course on DataCamp, um, each course takes around four hours to complete. And um, every hour of uh, content is around 45 minutes of interactive exercises. So what that means is um, you type in code and uh, as I said, like if you make a mistake, you get interactive feedback and the feedback is different uh, if you make different mistakes and around 15 minutes of videos. So uh, 45 minutes that you're actually hands on doing things on your keyboard because we believe in active learning, uh, and then 15 minutes of passive learning through the videos. And that's necessary because there's obviously a strong mathematical underlying uh, in uh, everything that has to do with data science. And uh, we found that these videos are the best way to explain it. Um, so uh, that's how a course looks like. Now, how do we look at our curriculum? Um, so there is something that's called the data science workflow. So that starts with uh, understanding the basic concepts, uh, understanding the basics of programming. Then you go into, okay, how do I get my data? How do I import it? Um, how do I clean it? Data is often very messy, like data is like their elements missing. Um, so you have, you have that aspect, uh, the implementing and the cleaning of the data. Then you go to the manipulation, uh, just a way to make it look prettier. Um, then you go to the statistics part. So this is can be very basic up to like the more advanced things like machine learning or deep learning. Um, and then uh, after that, uh, you go into the visualization to end with the reporting. So we try to think around, around that funnel and each of our courses fits somewhere in that aspect. And so uh, by doing that, we try to create a very coherent um, curriculum. And that curriculum is then uh, ex extended, expanded with uh, these projects and these practice modes that you can do uh, either on desktop or on uh, or mobile application. Uh, interesting. And you talk a lot about uh, the process or the need, I guess, to democratize data science. What do you mm -hmm. mean by that? And, and uh, yeah, could you expound on that a little bit, please? I'm sure. So. Uh, when we talk about democratizing data science, uh, for us, it's really about getting those data skills 
uh, in the hands of the people who need it. And uh, we try to do this at a reasonable price point. Um, what's important to us is that uh, learners can learn wherever and whenever they want. Uh, so also if you work full time or you have other commitments uh, and that way we basically empower every individual, uh, professional, non-professional, uh, active in uh, students or at companies uh, to become data fluent or even full time data scientists. And um, that's important to us because. Uh, and that goes back to one of my previous points that data is occurring just like it's everywhere in business today. Um, and the data science knowledge at the moment is actually relegated to like a small group within a company. Like they live, the data scientists live in the IT department or they are their own department. And um, this creates a little bit of a problem. Uh, either you're waiting a long time before you get your analysis from a data scientist or there are some communication issues. So if you, make sure that everyone has these data science skills. Uh, so if you democratize the, the knowledge of data science, um, you can all of a sudden uh, improve that communication. Uh, individuals can start doing their own analysis and only go for the more advanced things to the data scientist. So you can really untap that power. So that democratization of data science uh, really benefits the individual as well as uh, the organization that they work for. Mm -hmm. And uh, as few organizations do, uh, you seem to really practice what you preach. So recently, uh, you stopped charging uh, for using your application uh, for students, I guess, and in the classroom in general, which represented uh, approximately, I, I think I read, 10% of your, uh, your annual revenues. Is that part of the whole democratization process? Yeah, so so uh, I I wrote a, a blog post on that, that that got quite some traction, which which was a good thing. So, um, what I outline in that post is that yeah, we stand for democratization of data science, and um, we're we're not in the business of uh, uh, charging money from from students who uh, are like most most students do not have that much cash, uh, and um, so f for us it's 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 an important aspect that uh, by, by giving that for free to, uh, to professors, uh, we help uh, the, uh, the new generation to become more data fluent, to make sure that just like everyone needs to be able to write, everyone needs to be able to, uh, to do some form of analysis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And speaking, I guess, of learning in the classrooms, I read a case study about how Harvard is uh, is using your content uh, to help level set, I guess, in their in uh, some of their programs. Uh, could you expand uh, or tell us more about, I guess, how Harvard or other uh, universities or academic institutions are are using it for your your content in that way? Sure. So um, the way that most professors use it is actually as an addition to. Um, uh, to their uh, uh, classes. So uh, for us, we do not see uh, universities as, as competitors or anything. Uh, so we think data game can be perfectly used as an addition to a class uh, because thanks to us, uh, the professor can really focus on the essentials, like for example, explaining the theory. Um, and we can take care of uh, explaining the fundamentals. So um, if you have a class that uh, does not yet know how to uh, program in SQL, 
the professor can basically say, okay, over the next 12, 13 weeks, every week you need to do this course on DataCamp. And in my classes, I'll focus on uh, the theory. Uh, I'll focus on the actual subject. So what we see is that DataCamp is often used as an addition uh, to what um, uh, the professor teaches uh, in his or her class. You mentioned that you had 1,500 or so uh, B2B type clients. Who would be the, the type of buyer that would want that? Is that still going to be inside the IT department? Or do you see more business units that are investing with you to, uh, I guess, get normal non-PhD type folks uh, up to speed on, on data science? Do, do you see any trends? Can, can you share this with us? Sure. So um, what we mainly see is it's either, uh, well, there are three things. Like either it's a data science department uh, and they buy us more for our advanced courses or because they're switching technologies. Uh, then you have business units. Um, so the typical business units uh, that we see a lot of traction in are marketing, uh, finance. Um, you have uh, the healthcare industry uh, as well. So the, the departments that have quite some data available uh, themselves uh, and will start using it better. Uh, and then third is when it's a, uh, it's a company-wide initiative. So uh, that's when the L&D folks come in. Um, so then you're really talking about uh, making a, like, making uh, a shift in your company of being more data fluent, be, being uh, more data literate. Uh, so that's that real data transformation um, uh, movement that's happening now. Fascinating discussion, uh, both about data science and uh, how important that is, but uh, just hearing how you run your uh, your uh, online learning business is uh, so much of that is so relevant to uh, what we think about every day here at, at, at Talented Learning. So last question, we're out of time already, even though I have two more hours worth of questions, um, uh, but we'll have to wrap it up for uh, micro learning. Uh, uh, efficiency here. So if you were advising somebody, uh, which is my common listener, who's just starting off uh, to offer their own online skills training, not in data science, but in anything else, what one or two pieces of advice would you share with them to be sure they start off on the right track? Any any best practices or, or lessons you would share after six years of going down this path? Uh, somebody talking to yourself six years ago, right before you started, what advice would mm -hmm. you give yourself? Sure. So um, obviously, this this advice is a little bit biased. It's it's it's, it's an opinion. So um, I all advice is <laughs> all advice is in a way yes. Uh, but some advice is more opinionated than others. Um, so I would I I would say focus on uh, on traction. Um, there is nothing more frustrating than putting over a hundred hours in creating a course and then expecting that magically it gets traction and people start taking it because you do one LinkedIn uh, post uh, or, or whatever, or you tweet something out. Um, really think about your distribution strategy because if your distribution strategy is is right you're going to get a lot of feedback you're going to get more people taking your course you're going to get a lot of feedback and you can make your course better and that's how you start making a difference with someone who does not follow who does not focus on the distribution aspect and your course becomes better and better uh, so that that is what would my advice be if i compare our courses six years ago uh, with our courses today like there's a massive difference uh, and in a good way. 
So, uh, and that's largely thanks to all of the traction that we got and all of the feedback that we got from our customers. Well, there you have it, Sage Advice, Martin Theowissen, uh, who's the co-founder and uh, CEO of DataCamp. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today, Martin. It was a pleasure to, to learn and uh, hear about your successes over there. Thanks for having me. I really, really liked it. Excellent. Uh, listeners, uh, thanks again for turn, tuning into another episode of the Talented Learning Show. Uh, we hope to see you on the next one, and you can find more of our free independent resources at talentedlearning.com. Thanks, and we'll see you on the next one.